What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of Girl Under You with that boy, Maddie Drosvick. I'm sorry, I wanted to do that so badly. So um, this week's episode, I recorded a couple weeks ago, and then I went to go edit it last night, and I thought that I was kind of beating around the bush and um, not really saying how I felt or like saying how I felt in a very nice way. And I just, as I was editing it, I was like, you don't really think that. <laughs> that's not actually what you feel. So let's do this again and really just bear all and be vulnerable here because that's what this is about and this is your life. So let's not, who are we protecting? <laughs> yeah. So if this is your first episode of Girl Under You, uh, I promise I do more exciting and fun episodes. This is just a topic that I've wanted to hit on for a really long time. Um, if you're reading the title, obviously you know that this episode is about friendship breakups. <laughs> um, and I've wanted to do this for a while, but recently I saw a thread on Twitter that sort of ignited my need to talk about this right fucking now. So I'll read the thread to you guys and then we'll sort of hop into this. Um, I went through a pretty major friendship breakup a couple years ago that really deeply impacted me. So I want to sort of tell you guys about that story and what I learned from it and yeah, just talk more about it because it's something that everyone goes through, but it's not so often talked about, which is something I'll get into. But before I even start reading this Twitter thread, I want to say that if you came to watch, listen to this episode looking for drama or tea of any kind, you're not going to get it here. Um, this is not meant to air out anybody's dirty laundry, make anybody look bad. I'm not really going to be giving away a lot of the intimate details of this situation. I'm going to be talking mostly about how I felt and what I learned through those emotions. Um, but the person involved in this story is someone that I do not harbor any hatred towards. There's someone who I will always carry love in my heart for, um, which I will talk about. And I just, if you came here looking for something hot and juicy, you're not going to get it. Okay. Cause I'm not the bitch. It's not me. <laughs> so anyways, this Twitter thread, let's talk about it. Okay. So the thread reads, friend breakups, I mean good, long-term, very close and intimate friendships are, in my experience, much more emotionally devastating than romantic breakups. And yet, unlike romantic relationships, we have almost no socialization, even in media images, on how to navigate them. With romantic relationships, whether this is healthy or not, there is hope, however remote, of finding another person where you can enrich each other's lives in that very unambiguous, modeled through societal messaging way romantic relationships function. But there's none of that with friend breakups. What you have with each friend is completely unique, functions uniquely, doesn't follow a this is what it basically looks like framework the way romantic relationships do. It's losing something that even in the abstract, feels irreplaceable, and yet people rarely talk about it. This thread was retweeted onto my timeline a couple weeks ago, and, you know, this big friendship breakup that I'm going to talk about is something I went through a couple years ago, and it's still something that I think about really frequently, um, and seeing this thread, all of a sudden I was like, this is what I was searching for all those years ago. This is, like, the the validation that I wanted that whole time. Because when I was going through this friendship breakup, there was so much of me 
that felt like I was being dramatic or that I was like totally off the rails with how I felt. Like it was confusing to me that I felt so devastated and so heartbroken over a friendship breakup in a way that maybe you typically see people react to romantic breakups. And it made me feel like so just like disconnected from myself. I didn't know how to handle it because I didn't, I felt like I was just reacting out of line when in reality, a friendship breakup fucking sucks and it hurts. And the reason why a lot of these, you know, when somebody goes through a romantic breakup, the reason why that shit hurts is because, you know, amongst other reasons, you obviously build like a relationship with this person of love and trust and whatever and whatnot. But you also hopefully, maybe, see yourself with this person long term. You imagine your life with this person. You imagine all of these high moments and life experiences that you think that they're going to be with you for. And then when you break up with them, you're like, oh my god, like what does my future look like if you're not in it? And I think we so easily talk about romantic relationships and understand how that, you know, shattering of future feels and it's devastating and people immediately run to the aid of their friends when they go through a romantic breakup. But friendship breakups, you go through something very similar because in my experience with all of my friends, if you are someone that's extremely close with me, I picture you in all of those high moments throughout my life. Similarly to the way that I would if I was in a romantic relationship, I just think that you're always going to be there. That every high moment that I have, every achievement, every, you know, life marker that goes on, you're going to be there for it and we're going to do it together and we're going to have all these amazing memories together from, you know, years and years down the road. And so you just don't expect it. And it's the same sort of like shattered future when you go through this with a really close friend. But the difference is that when you go through a friend breakup, nobody's like sending you flowers and showing up at your door ready to like have a movie night and like comfort you because it's a friend. And I think obviously in our society, we attribute a lot to romantic relationships and not as much to platonic relationships. And, um, you know, I could do a whole episode on that alone because I think that there's a lot more to be said about platonic relationships and friendships and how much we gain and, um, you know, just grow from having those kinds of relationships in our life a lot more than romantic relationships in my experience. Um, but it's not often talked about. And throughout my entire time going through this friendship breakup, I wanted more than anything to be able to go on Twitter, go on YouTube, turn on a podcast and just listen to someone talk about feeling as devastated as I felt because I really felt broken because of this breakup and because it wasn't talked about I felt like I was being dramatic about it when in reality I was heartbroken for all the right reasons and it made complete sense so without further ado let me get into this story Um, this happened a couple years ago so this is not a present day story Don't go hunting, try to figure out who this person is because you won't find them. Um, You know, we are long past this, which is why I feel comfortable talking about it. So this was someone who I, you know, started becoming close with uh, a couple years ago. And this was a friendship that blossomed very quickly. um, And we very quickly became totally intertwined in each other's lives. And that's not totally uncommon for me. I mean, I'm someone who 
I am a very open person. It doesn't, you know, I, I sort of pride myself on not withholding trust or love from people. Like if you're in my life, I trust you and love you immediately, wholeheartedly. Like I will give my friends all of me and um, yeah, th- I, I, this person was someone who came into my life quicker than most people do. If you guys have been watching my content for a while, you might have noticed that a lot of the people in my videos and on my Instagram, they're they're people that have been around for years. Most of my friends I've been friends with for 10 plus years. I mean, I, I've never been the most popular person ever in my life. I wasn't popular growing up. I wasn't, you know, I've always had a smaller group of friends um, that are all like, I would die for them. They would die for me. I would tell them anything. I trust them with everything. Like quality over quantity has always been sort of the way that I look at it. And I have a lot of really deep, honest, incredible friendships Um, but it's not like I've ever been like the most popular person in the room, like making friends with everybody. So it, it was special that this person and I, um, became such fast friends and, you know, so close, so quickly intertwined in each other's lives. Um, not that it was completely uncommon for me, but just that it was, you know, a bit out of the ordinary. And, um, I mean, for a long time. This person and I, we were spending like every day together. We did everything together. And um, I think at the time, that friendship was something that I really needed. And that probably is in part why it grew so quickly. Um, And looking back on it now, I have nothing but fond memories of the years that I spent being so close with this person. I mean, while we were friends, I thought that the friendship was fantastic. It was great. And obviously, like, looking back, I can be like, okay, wasn't always great. But I I don't have any regrets um, being friends with this person at all. And for the most part, I I think that being their friend was a great thing. And I have so many memories with this person um, that I will always hold dearly to my heart. So... You know, after a couple years of being super close like that, um, it was around like January or February of this year. Not this year, but the year that I'm talking about. (laughs) It's hard to speak vaguely. I like want to be specific, but I know that I can't. Anyways, so it was around January or February and um, I noticed that this person had started to become a little bit more distant. Now, I'm not someone who ever assumes the worst of people, especially the people that I love and trust and care about. Um, I'm not the type of person to assume that someone's mad at me. I'm not the type of person to assume that there's a beef (laughs) that exists in silence. Like, I trust all of my friends to uh, approach me if there's a problem. Um, That's how it's always been in all of my friendships. I really, I don't fight with any of my friends. I'm not a fighter. Um, I trust the people that I love and I know that they trust me to just bring it to them if there's an issue and we squash it immediately and we move on. It's not this big, huge thing ever. So if a friend of mine is being distant, I'm not going to assume that it's me. I'm going to assume that they are busy. They're going through something and they, they need to process it on their own first and then they'll open up when they're ready. Like I trust the people that I love to do what's best for them and, If that means being distant for a little bit, that's totally fine. And all that I know to do in that situation is just make myself available to them and make sure that they know that whenever they do want to talk, whenever they do want to catch up, I'm around and I want to. 
and I'm ready to listen to them. So I noticed that this person was being more distant than would be typical for us. I mean, we literally used to talk, hang out every day, most days of the week. And um, yeah, they were being super distant. We hadn't seen each other in a while. And talking to them was like talking to a brick wall for a little bit. And I would continuously reach out and just be like, you know what? Hey, I miss you so much. It's been so long. I know we've both been so busy, but I'd love to maybe get lunch sometime this weekend and catch up. I've got so much I want to tell you. And I'm sure that like so much has gone on in your life that I want to know about. And I would usually be met with like one word answers. The conversations wouldn't go anywhere. They would never ask me questions or really try to connect with me at all. It really was like talking to a brick wall. And still, throughout like the month and a half that our relationship was like this, out of nowhere, I didn't assume that it had anything to do with me. And I was just, you know, that they would come to me when they were ready and we could talk about whatever was going on. And um, I continued to reach out to no avail. And towards the end there, I was like, I'm starting to look like a dumbass. Like, maybe this is something deeper like it got, it went past the point of like, oh, they're going through something. And as you know, we hit like the month and a half mark. It was like, we're just like not even speaking anymore. It's been like a month and a half. Like since when do you not speak to your friends for a month and a half? So it was around like mid-March, I think I was about to go on spring break. And I said to myself, I'm going to send one last text. I'm going to send this one last text expressing that I wanted to hang out with them and that I miss them and that I love them. I'm going to say everything I need to say one last time. And if they don't respond, I need to let go. I need to walk away because I can't keep making myself available to someone who is barely even giving me the time of day Um, when I am being like so readily available and also so open with how I feel and how much I love them and Yeah, I just started to feel like a dumbass. So I told myself that this was the last time that I was going to reach out to them. And if they did not reach back, then I just had to let that be. And I had to accept that. And I mean, as you can probably assume, (laughs) I wouldn't be making this episode if they responded to me. And that was the end of our friendship. They ghosted me. And I was heartbroken. I think that a lot of us have gone through ghosting and what that feels like, whether it be in someone that you were dating, like went on a few dates with, maybe you were dating someone more seriously and they did that to you. Um, But we all know what that feels like to have someone just drop off the face of the earth and you have no idea why. And having a friend do that to you that you've known for years and had a certain level of closeness with is a level of pain that I still don't really know how to verbalize I was broken I felt fucking broken by this um I had never had a friend do that to me I mean like I said I don't I don't even have fights with my friends like all of my friendships are so like open and vulnerable and long-lasting so to have a friend ghost me was like so out of character for the types of people I keep near me and the types of relationships I have in my life I was like had no idea what to think. And for a long time, I was just sad. I was just fucking sad. And I probably went like four months where every time I thought about it, I would cry. 
and I would cry frequently. And I sort of entered a really dark time in my life. If you guys were around two years ago, you know that I stopped making YouTube videos around that time. I entered a creative block. Um, I relapsed in a lot of my old bad habits. It was just like a dark time for me. And I lost sight of the things that I love. I felt like I didn't know who I was because I felt so... Like, it is the image of myself inside my head real if the if these people that are so close to me if this person that was so close to me like would ghost me like how is the image of myself correct if the people that love me would treat me like this like you start to blame yourself for it and it like fucked my shit up sincerely yeah I just didn't I didn't know how to move forward accepting that I had someone so close to me do that to me because in my head I was like I couldn't in my heart do that to someone that I love. Like, how could they do that to me? And it it caused a lot of trust issues in me. I felt scared that people, like, secretly hated me and weren't talking to me about it. Or that I was, like, a different person that I think that I am. And that I have one experience in my mind and in my body and in my life and... Maybe I'm just out of it and other people know a completely different version of me that I'm not seeing. Like I started to like second guess literally everything about myself. It was hard. It was a hard couple fucking months after the ghosting happened. And I was sad for a really long time. A really long time. It felt like fucking forever. And probably like six months later... We ended up sort of having a sort of um, a reconciliation of sorts. We ended up having a conversation about it. Um, and I think that served as sort of a, a, a moment, a permission for me to really start the moving on process. And after I went through all those months just being devastated and not knowing what happened and why someone I loved would do this to me, having that moment where we talked about it and I got to say how I was feeling to this person. Um, it was permission to like start actually moving on. So from there, I got fucking mad. It was the same sort of sadness that I had felt all those months before, but this time I just felt like, how dare you do this to me? How dare you put me through that? How dare you, you know, get inside my head like this and take away all of what I felt this person had taken away from me at the time like going through the creative block while all of this was happening I think I just felt like I was doing so well and then you did this to me and it's like you start to the anger makes you blame them all of a sudden it's like you shift the blame from like my sadness I was blaming myself and then all of a sudden my anger I completely did a 180 and I'm blaming them for every bad thing that was happening to me at the time and um I will say though that reflecting back on it now like, one of the the best parts about that time was I ended up rekindling a friendship with my friend Anne. And I, I think at the time, I don't, I don't think that I knew just how much that helped me to, like, be going through such a emotional friendship breakup and then rekindling a friendship with, you know, someone that I had a falling out with. Um, and... Anne and I did our short films together and they were so helpful and so supportive and so 
just like behind me in my creativity. And since I was going through the block, having like an old friend that was now a new friend, like help me through that. It, it meant the world to me. And I mean, I think that Anne being my friend during that time meant a lot more to me than they even know. So Anne, if you're listening to this, I love you. <laughs> um, and I'm really glad that we're friends. So I went through all those months being sad and then being angry. And then I feel like I reached a new point in time in life where I felt like I needed to just actually process things and find peace in what happened. I feel like that was the longest part of this whole process was learning how to find peace in it and learning how to forgive someone for the ways that they've made you feel. And at the beginning of 2020, I decided my guiding word was forgiveness, I think. I decided, I had a couple guiding words, but forgiveness was one of them. Um, and it was something that I had been working on last year, but I think that this year I made a lot of really monumental strides in forgiving people and um, sort of accepting people for where they're at. And I think during that entire time of like being sad and being angry, like I wanted an explanation. I wanted like a real reason. I wanted an apology. I just wanted, I I would have accepted literally fucking anything besides being ghosted. Like I would rather you come to my house and punch me in the face and tell me you think that I'm the worst person on the fucking planet than just ghost me. Like I'd rather have a full on fucking brawl than you not tell me a single damn thing and just leave our friendship in the dust when I thought that, you know, we had such a strong foundation to go upon and I had no idea It literally, like, anything besides ghosting. I would have taken fucking anything. I just wanted something from this person that I had spent so much time with, that I had intertwined into what felt like every part of my life, and all of a sudden they were gone in all capacities, and I felt like, who the fuck am I? What's going on? (laughs) And then to feel crazy at the same time, because it feels like, oh, it's just a friend. Why are you so dramatic why are you overreacting when in reality I wasn't overreacting it's loss it's the same kind of heartbreak that you would feel for a romantic relationship because you you think it's a forever thing why would friendship not be a forever thing at least that's how I look at it but part of moving on and part of you know learning about forgiveness and coming to terms with all of this was accepting that this person made the best decision for them. And I, it's hard for me to say that, right? Because I want to be like, this is so shitty. Why did you do this to me? Like, nobody should ghost their friends. And I believe that. Please don't ghost your friends. It's mean. (laughs) Um, But I have to, for the sake of myself, accept that this person did what they thought was best. And in that moment, they thought that ghosting me was going to be easier than just having a conversation with me about it. And I can sit here and tell you that they could have talked to me about it and it would have been fine and we could have rekindled our friendship and we could have we could have been friends to this day, you know? But they didn't. And I have to accept that they thought that that was the best route to choose. And I have to believe for the sake of myself that it was never meant to be malicious. And 
that it was just what they thought was best for them. And I have to trust their judgment on that. You know, I can't tell someone else how to feel. Maybe they felt like they couldn't come to me. They thought that I was too stubborn, like I wouldn't have listened. Maybe I had pissed them off. I had done, said something, and they just were over it. And they didn't feel like having a conversation with me. And while I may not agree with that, I have to respect it. And I have to just, if if that's how you felt, you're not wrong in that, you know? Like, if you felt like I, I did something and hurt you that bad and you were scared to talk to me about whatever it was, then I have to respect that that is your truth and that's your reality. And we're both going to have two different perspectives on this situation and what happened and who did what and why. But at the end of the day, for the sake of myself, I have to believe that you did what was best for you and that not being friends was better for the both of us. By the time we had that confrontation all those months later, it was like, I think we both knew that we were never going to be friends again. It's like the window that we had to repair that friendship was gone. Um, But we remained friendly and to this day, we're friendly. I mean, like I said, I don't harbor any hatred towards this person. It's just like a shitty thing that happened, but I'm past it now. Um, And I do feel like I grew a lot because of it. I think like the biggest takeaway from the entire experience was learning about the kind of lover that I am and learning about the kind of heart that I have. For so long after that happened, my first instinct was to be like, oh, well, I'm just never doing that again. I'm just, I'm never going to let someone into my life that quickly ever again. Like we're closing up shop you know, like shut it down. I've got my friends. Let's, I don't need any more. Like I've got the people that I've been friends with since I was fucking seven years old. I trust them. They know me. They know my heart. I've got my family. Like I don't need anybody else. And I just wanted to avoid ever feeling that hurt ever again. And rightfully so, right? And lots of people feel that when when you go through hurt, you're like, well, Jesus, fuck. I never, ever in my life want to feel the way I feel right now ever again. And rightfully so, because it's literally the fucking shittiest feeling. But looking back on it, I started to realize that by shutting myself off from meeting new people um, with the intention of protecting myself from ever being hurt again doesn't serve anyone. And it absolutely doesn't serve me. All that does is, you know, people end up missing out on what it means to love me and be close to me, but they don't, they don't know what they're missing out on if they never see it. You know, like I can say that they're missing out on it because I know what it's like to be loved by me. But then if I'm closing that off from everyone, the only person that that negatively impacts is me. Because when you have an open heart and you're willing to love and trust people and let people into your life so easily and effortlessly, like that makes me feel good. I'm the person that gets to exist in this body and this mind and this heart every single day. Like I'm the person that gets to reap the most benefits of being a loving person, of being a good friend. Like it's me that gets to experience the goodness of my heart every day. So if I'm shutting that off and putting all these walls up, maybe there are people out there that would potentially hurt me and now they're not going to. But they don't know what they're missing out on if they never, you know, they don't fucking know me. Like, who, who is this helping? It's not. It's not helping anyone. It's just cutting me off from feeling that wonderful feeling of 
truly loving someone and having these great long lasting like flourishing friendships it only fucks up my day truly and i don't want to fuck up any more of my days <laughs> so i feel like at some point i reached a place where i knew that i needed to let go for the sake of myself so that i could feel that happiness again that like glow that you get from loving people i wanted that back and i knew that i need to i needed to knock down the walls that i built and just forgive and move forward and accept that they did what was right for them and that us not being friends was a better move and that we're both in happier better you know relationships with people now and i'm continuing to be the lover that i am and you know the people that love me and the people that are in my life love me times a thousand like again quality over quantity and losing a friend doesn't mean like losing love when you have the kind of heart that i do and the kind of heart that my friends have it um the hole gets filled quickly you know when you make walls and you close yourself off of course it takes longer to fill that void because you're closing yourself off from feeling that way and from loving other people and it's shit don't fucking do that like if any of you guys are listening to this and you have been ghosted by a friend i fucking feel for you dude it is the worst it is the worst fucking pain imaginable and if you are someone who has ghosted a friend before i hope that you reflect on that situation a little bit and you never do it again <laughs> but also like forgive yourself for the things that you did and yeah you did what, what you thought was best at the time maybe i mean i'm maybe you were doing it to be mean but i'm gonna assume that you weren't because i don't like assuming that somebody did something to be just to be a horrible person i'm gonna assume that you did what you thought was right at the time and that you were confused and lost yourself and you just wanted to run away from something instead of putting in the work to fix it. And I hope that now you look back on it and think, fuck, like I was a dumbass. Because our friendship deserved better. Not even like the other person deserved better, right? Like your friendship, the time and effort you've put into that friendship deserved better than that. Yeah, I just hope that you don't beat yourself up for that. Um, because we all do bad things and we all like make mistakes and communication is fucking hard it is i think especially when you're young and i think now being out of college and like having a real life now it's easier for me to like look at issues of communication and be like there's a clear path here of like what you should do and what you shouldn't do but when you're younger when you're like in high school or even in college you're sometimes the answer and the path and how to communicate what you're feeling is not always so obvious to everybody recognize where you could have done better but also give yourself the space to grow and be better moving forward and don't beat yourself up for the things that you've fucked up with but please don't ghost your friends it's really not a good look and it's me but like i said this is someone that i really wish the best for i have nothing but fond memories with them and um i wouldn't change what happened because i do feel like i learned a lot about myself and about the type of lover I am. And I don't know that I would have learned that if they didn't do that to me. 
feel like this is sort of a shorter episode, but that's just because... Honestly, I've recorded this episode like four times now, so I knew what I was going to say. I don't have any like notes in front of me right now. I'm just sort of speaking off the cuff. So um, I think I was a little bit more succinct. Perhaps if you're watching the video version, you'll notice less cuts. So I don't think that there's a lot of cuts that are happening in this one. Um, if you watch the video version of the podcast, you know that I like usually like cut up the episode every fucking 10 seconds because I can't get a thought out, <laughs> apparently. Um cool so thank you guys so much for listening again this is a more serious topic slash episode i promise i mean i don't know what i'm going to talk about next week actually i don't have the episode planned but um it'll be more fun than this one i promise i'll spice it up we'll get things going we'll get the juice flowing so thank you guys so much for listening again if you're going through a friendship breakup i fucking feel for you and don't feel like you're being dramatic or you're overreacting or what you're feeling is like too much for the situation because friend breakups are fucking hard and i feel for you but you will get through this. Let yourself be mad. Let yourself be sad. Go through all of those emotions and then figure out what forgiveness means to you and what you need to do for yourself moving forward. So that's the episode. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Manny Drosbeck. YouTube, I do be publishing lots of videos these days. So um, go check out my channel and... Yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening, guys. I will see you next week. Bye.